right? Because everyone's kind of just playing in their own game. They're just, yeah, I can buy properties. Okay, sure, I can, you know, participate in a neighborhood. And, you know, we didn't even call it nodes back then. It was kind of just like, hey, what what neighborhood or what neighborhood did you want to buy up? You know, right. I remember Toyna kind of, you know, pitching um, Alamo Square to all of us at first. And we were just like, is that even going to be a thing? You know, sure, I guess we can, you know, create, uh, you know, our own little um you know, community, and then, then so Spud Wars kind of influenced and kind of forced us to kind of not necessarily choose lines, but at least it you know pushes for the competition at least for for a few rounds to to kind of have some kind of allegiance and to talk some trash and to you know you know actually throw in some uh, you know build some towers and to to kind of disrupt everything. So that was a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed it. So yeah, it was, a, it was a, some good times. Nice. So then you pretty much exclusively buying back uh, into San Fran. Is that what you're saying? Like most of your, is that at the um, moment? Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit more committed to the West coast than, than anything. So um, I hear it's, and because, you know, like, you know, the, the Genesis city, it's, you know, um, I know that they keep releasing new cities, but we hope that, you know, if there were some kind of, just like with the uh, with the shops, right. They're kind of starting off with San Francisco. So it kind of just lends itself to, to be beneficial to have more properties there um, to, you know, to take advantage of anything new yeah. that comes up and whatnot. So, no, I think it's, I think it's super smart. And I, honestly, I think that the, the OPEX floor is completely undervalued there. So, um, you know, I've, I've been picking up, I picked up a couple properties now, obviously with your treasure hunting, you, you're probably getting a, a fair amount of spark. How much spark are you up to? Uh, I wish I had a lot or, you know, I know of people who are over 20, I'm near 20. That's that, I mean, good. that's an insane amount. Like, yeah, it is. No, it's a, it is definitely an insane amount. But you know, some from Spark Week, yeah, it you know it, it was very fortunate that I can still you know compete and that you know I can still get a decent amount of Spark. But yeah, there are people who are well over twenty. Um, but they also so. buy a lot. Have you? That's oh, that's true too. I didn't buy any. Um, you haven't bought just, any, and you're almost at twenty. Yeah, this is all. Right, where's Dizzy? Hunting, so. He's definitely gonna flog you. <laughs> <laughs> for the proper floggings. Dizzy just fell out of his chair. Yeah, Dizzy. Dizzy's going and, and writing a very nasty email to Edon and Dirk right now. Oh man, no. Well, you yeah. know, like I said, there's if you uh, there's some communities where they have you know leaderboards and they keep track of people who, and how much they um, how much spark they can collect during a week. And there are some people who are just you know raking it in. They're just oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're well over twenty twenty five. I don't know. I, I, I believe know Abdullah's well over forty now. But he also he yeah, doesn't he, he doesn't it. treasure hunt. No, he just buys it. He just oh, buys okay. it. He just buys wow. it. Wow, forty. Yeah. Hey, so I, you know. I want to know your take. Uh, have you seen this yet? So here's two uh, two profiles. Ooh. They own absolutely zero properties, but if you look wow. over on the uh, on the other board, they are winning treasure hunts in San Francisco. Yeah, interesting. In thirty yeah, seconds, that's, and we were just kind of talking about that. Um, yeah, we were like, yeah, I don't know how you can beat someone with who has properties, you know. Unless you have, unless you're, you're not necessarily cheating, but you have, unless you're getting hints from someone else's properties, maybe, and you're kind of just using that and, and triangulating and then just jumping to where, um, getting the hints from other people's properties. But yeah, how, I don't know how you can even, um, one, you're going to have to collect that many cents to have. And two, I don't, within 30 seconds, for me on a phone, I can maybe do four at the best, at my best, maybe five or six cents, five, maybe five cents, right? So if you have zero properties, 
right? You have to select, you're going to send a send to, right? So that's an extra click. And to do all that within 33 seconds is, you know, 30 seconds is, is pretty, you know, I, you had, for me to even get in within 30 seconds, you have to do it within like three cents to, to get there. Yeah. So, uh, but to do it with no properties and uh, yeah, there, there has to be something suspect going on um and yeah and look, you can kind of tell just by the name right like at least you're, if you're gonna be botting or you're gonna be cheating somehow you're at least throwing some cool names right <laughs> like not just sb and a random set of numbers or yeah. whatever like at least you know be yeah. creative with stupid it stupid bot and then a number like really creative name guys yeah come on yeah you know it makes it pretty obvious but yeah it, it, you know that's that's just that's just tough like vernatar and blind runner and dagsy for sure you know they're all fast treasure hunters and um yeah, but to, to even be faster than you know some of the people who do it regularly, I, that that can't be that can't be legit. Yeah. Did you have Agreed. it? Did you? I my I don't know what happened. My internet. I got booted out. I rebooted <laughs> and I came back. So, <laughs> um, did you yeah. cover? Did you talk about you know any tips or tricks or what you do no. um, to prepare yeah. for? You know, okay, so your countdown's coming up. You got a exclusive treasure hunt coming. What what do you do to prepare? So I have it open, right? And then I, um, I will actually, um, when the countdown's coming down to five seconds, I kind of close it and then have a property ready to go. And so I do an internal clock countdown of five seconds in my head. So I actually start from maybe seven, and I start counting down to make sure it's in sync. So seven, six, five, and then I switch oh. from four down to, to the property. So when it's hit zero or as close to zero as possible, I hit you know treasure, and it should you know, send my, uh, then I'll, I'll get my first hint. And of course, depending on as soon as the first hint hits, if it's slow, then obviously it's going to be far away. And so I have my like little web in which I, where I regularly send things. So if I know if it's going to be, you know, a certain amount of distance, I don't know like the exact meters. Um, because on my phone, I kind of just have my own little way of doing things, but I do that internal clock, count it down. And then as soon as I know which direction it's going, I have a regular, like a regular prop. So I always start like at the middle of the map which is not necessarily the best when it comes to Spark Week because then um, there are little pockets of areas that treasures usually land on. Um, but just to be as central as possible, I usually just start in the middle of the map. Um, and then when I know it's, you know, obviously north, northwest, you know, um, so there's a total of like, what, six, eight? I have like six regular properties that I sent, or eight regular properties. Well, maybe seven, right? Because I'm not going to jump to the middle. Like there's like, um, there's about eight, seven properties that I jump to regularly. That's if I know it's further out and I always just jump to those because I, you know, I, so every time I even do standard treasure hunting, I practice just kind of jumping to those properties as fast as possible. And so, so so you use, so you actually actively use standard to practice. I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, and of course, like, and of course, when you find out where the property or where the treasure was at, I kind of see where I'm at and kind of just be like, okay, well, I should have jumped this much or I should have jumped this much further or I have another property that's kind of nearby. I should have jumped to that. And so it's nice to have um, regular properties that you jump to. So even if it's, you know, at first I used to think that, oh, well, maybe I should just practice kind of just figuring out where the help, like how useful the hints are and then kind of jumping from there. And then I just realized, let me just keep starting from the same spot. And then kind of just getting familiar with the different hints and how far I should be going from there. Um, and so I have seven regular spots that I go to that's, that's furthest away. And then, of course, you know, try to try and get close, uh, closer, in, uh, closer to the middle as possible. Um, but 
yeah, that's that's kind of what I do. And then um, once I hit to, I guess I'm giving you all my tricks, but uh, once I get to a property, I hit the, I, I was like, I've always wondered what that pawn button was for. Um, and I, and well, at least on my phone, I like click it right away. So then it, it's, um, it takes, so it me takes to you property. to the property where your blog explorer will be. Right. And so it takes me to the property. So it's still, so my explorer is still sending to the property. I can get to the property and then, and I could click on the property and then I, and then once my explorer gets there, I'll get the hint. Right. So you're not waiting for your explorer to get there. It's you're, you're, you're already actively on the property. And once it, then you get the hit as soon as possible. And then you can kind of just jump from there. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I actually use that pawn button regularly and, and yeah. And then you try to just spam that uh, claim button as soon as possible, as, as soon as it pops up, whenever you can get to it. So, okay. yeah. and just have your finger kind of hovering so that, uh, that you, you well, I mean, that sounds like a lot of skill and time invested in honing in on that craft. And, and I, I mean that, I think I appreciate that more than any botter could ever like, yeah. you know, any tools. So good on you. Oh, we got a, an audience question here. Oh, nice. Uh, just see if you want to read it. Yeah, it seems like some hunters are hitting large payloads consistently. Is there a trick to finding the right rhythm or timing to a hunt? So there are time like it's it's tough to kind of. Um, there was a pattern uh, before, uh, you know, regular standard treasure hunts would be around, um, or I'm sorry, limited treasure hunts would be around 40 minutes or a little bit around 30 to 40 minutes. And then it would, the exclusives are around two to three hours. And so you kind of, you can, you can time it where if you find an exclusive, the next exclusive should be around the time your cooldown is done. Right. So then people, they, so some people just wait for exclusives, right? Cause then once they find an exclusive, they're on cooldown. The next exclusive should be around that time. Or some people just wait for exclusives. Um, but there's, so there's no real trick to that. But, um, but when it comes to consistently getting a higher payload, um, I don't think there's any tricks to it. It's kind of, it's just kind of just random. Um, but there are people who you do that you just wait for exclusive or that now it's, you know, depending on the city, they kind of just wait for the, I forget what what are the red ones. Um, the oh, the uh, exclusive treasure hunts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they kind of just wait for that. So you're now competing with the fastest of the you know the best of the best who are just waiting for those huge payloads. So yeah, um, so there's no real trick. It's you know they try to keep it as random as possible when it comes to at least the payout. And so yeah, what's your biggest payout you've ever gotten from it? From um, from a treasure, I think it was around 150, 150,000 up X. It was, it was, but now it's been blown out of the water. I think the highest maybe is around two or 300. Yeah. I, I, I don't go on that, but uh, it's, it's crazy. Um, and I think when I did win that 150,000 um, up X, that's when I started. Um, I think I did uh, an event where it was called um, like the Bakersfield or Fresno um raid hour or something like that where i then kind of paid back to people who are treasure hunting in fresno uh who are can, like who can find it under a minute then you know i would pay them out like if they had uh you know one a raid a raid treasure hunt and so this was even before we could even send up x to people um so i would kind of coordinate with discord and be like hey thanks for participating in this and uh here's some you know here's some up x for just participating in treasure hunting so yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I feel like the OGs were a lot more generous and continue to be more generous with their UPEX of, like, you know, giving it out, paying back the community. 
No offense to any of the new players. I'm sure that there's still some very generous people out there, but it seems like there's now a lot more caveats and people want things to be able to give the outbacks. And it's like, man, back in the day, we literally were just like, how can we give people this freaking outbacks? Oh, like, yeah. It was crazy. No, we were definitely following your guys' lead. And so, you know, any opportunity we kind of, you know, can promote the game, promote other players to participate, especially with treasure hunting. Like, no one really wanted to treasure hunt. You can see, like, the regular names keep popping up. And, you know, that's fun and competitive between, you know, that pocket of 10 to 15 people. But outside of that, people are just like, you can see on Discord, just like, oh, why am I even going to try to treasure hunt? I'm not going to compete with Junjun or whatever. Or, you know, they're like, hey, let's wait until he's on cooldown for me to even try to participate <laughs> in, a, in a treasure hunt. I'm like, come on, you know, I, you know, I, I want to promote as much as possible and yeah if i can give away some upex yeah i'm winning some upex while i'm playing the treasure hunting so why not um you know if i can encourage other treasure hunters to to participate then by paying them a little bit more then yeah i'm all for it like uh, uh, dj short <laughs> says he pictures junior as an eight foot tall cape doning wizard with <laughs> powers and the treasure hunting prowess of a god Oh man, I am uh, definitely not eight foot. I wish I was uh, <laughs> even close to that. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, no okay. wizard cape. That's only for Halloween. But uh, yeah, it's treasure hunting is fun. It, it's a lot of fun. I am glad that they're adding cars, the cars element to it. So at least there's some kind of uh, gamification to the game um, outside of treasure hunting. I wish they kind of revamped treasure. I know they're providing additional rewards to try to encourage players, but that's just you know. I don't know. Well, that's it'll have to get revamped because with cars and transportation coming out, your send speed will be walk speed. So, okay. like, they'll have to redo treasure hunting some way, right? At that point, I hope so. Hopefully, it just doesn't go to the wayside and they just completely replace it with cars um, and just car racing. Hopefully, well, I think I think your treasure hunting with cars would be the thing. It'll just take longer like right. it be thir- you won't be able to do it in 30 seconds because you're going to have to send and then your car your your block explorer is going to have to drive there and get stuck in traffic you're like damn it i see june june in his red sports car gonna get the treasure like yeah that would you know that's that that'd be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it that uh you know when they do do that it should be you know hopefully it encourages other players to start playing and uh you know participating yeah. in treasure hunts and uh you know Maybe there's a maybe there's uh maybe they'll put a cap on or limit the you know active treasure hunters where they could only walk to a treasure or something where so at least it gives it allows other players to kind of well Ooh. you know I have a shot now right foot, like foot race yeah <laughs> foot race treasure hunter. yeah let me get to the other side of the city while I'm on foot let's uh you know um, and if I do get there before other people then that that kind of sucks because then we want more players to be actively playing and we want them to be treasure hunting and and winning those treasures and. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. if it's leveling the playing field, then hey, I'm all for it. You know, it's 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 a way to earn other to earn upex other than you know, kind of just waiting for earnings to to kind of hit your hit your box. So, so how do you yeah. like the revamp riot mode now? It's a lot easier to hit riot mode. Yeah, it, it's it kind of, it makes sense. You know, it kind of rewards those who are in that city, but at the same time, you know, if you know if there's botting and there's people with multi accounts that kind of just people just turn on their account so they can search it so they can inflate the uh the numbers of who are who are actively treasure hunting um you know i think it's nice it's uh, i'm interested to see how they actually came up with each of those um how they tiered things out 
and if it's a, if it's a moving number where you know after a certain amount of time if they'll change it or not rather than just leaving it as you know San Francisco is a tier one and kind of it's it's layout now so uh, it's it's nice you know it sucks that San Francisco only needs 15 you would think that San Francisco the Genesis city would have a little bit more uh, it would require a bit more but you know I guess everyone is that that's kind of the the issue not issue but one of the things about having more cities right people are just going to be dispersed and they kind of go to their own locality and they'll they'll treasure hunt there so yeah they're all over yeah. Chicago how many standard treasure hunts do you do a day you think Oh, I used to do a lot before, but now, um, I know too soon I told you this, but I, you know, I now have a, a son, so I'm like rarely even playing. Um, and so it kind of worked out with during that spark week. I, re- I remember you guys talked about how I won like 22 treasures in one spark week. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was like that month or that spark week was like literally like the second week of my son being born. And so I was like up almost every three hours. So I was like, well, I might as well just do a treasure hunt. Well, you know, they say sleep when he sleeps. So I'm like, okay, I just met him. Now three at my cool out, cool downs. There done. we go. Yeah. So it kind of worked that, that out. That does solve the mystery because everyone goes, how is he? He's up all the time. Well, there you go, folks. Have a baby and your treasure hunting skills will go out the roof. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll definitely have lots of time to practice when he's, uh, <laughs> when he's out. So I was very fortunate. But now, not so much. I don't do that many tre- standard treasure hunts. Um, maybe maybe three or five just to, you know, stay active and try to, you know, because, you know, practice makes perfect and not necessarily perfect, but, you know, you get as close as possible, close to a property as possible based off of those very limited hints that they give you. Yeah. Okay. No, I think that that's a really good tip is understanding like having a single starting place and then practicing, you know, kind of having your standard web and understanding like the distance and the hint mechanics related to your specific web. Um, I think like that is an absolute pro tip. I never really thought about it in that lens before. I think when I treasure hunt, I kind of did that but I wasn't as specific. So I would just like go to an area and then you're right. It's hard to kind of judge accurately sometimes uh, the distance of, of places. But if you're always kind of going to the same areas, uh, you start to kind of develop muscle memory around that. That's, that's a really good tip. Um, and it's, again, I don't think it's like a, a freebie tip either in the sense of like, you got to go do it in practice, right? Like, oh, yeah. you're not just going to like the first time you go and be like, oh, Junjun gave us this great tip. I'm going to crush treasure hunting now. Like, no, you're yeah. going to have to put in some legwork to get anywhere close to those competitive areas. So. Absolutely. Are you looking forward to any West Coast City release that you're saving up for or excited about? Um, if they ever opened up something, well, I, I'm cur- I currently reside in Seattle. And so if they ever opened up Seattle, that'd be awesome. I grew up in San Diego. So if they ever did that, um, that would be awesome as well. So those are the two I'm looking out for. If they ever do, I would love to be and go heavy in either of those two cities. Um, Las Vegas should be fun, though, that's, if that's something that they're they're going to do. Yeah. But uh, those are the top three. Are probably. you going to be there? I unfortunately am I- not. I know. I wish I could, but uh, no, that's, uh, you know, now that uh, I have my son now, it's kind of, you know, tough to travel. I'm, I'm kind of stuck. Even though he is. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I got four kids and I'm trying to make it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, uh, they do fly free until, until two, right? 
two cities. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so I might as well take advantage of that. But uh, there you go. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Maybe not to the yeah, biggest. I would thing. totally babysit baby June June. You bring baby June June out. And Done. I'll, <laughs> I'll babysit him. This is recorded, so I remember that. Oh, right? hey man, yeah. I love I love kids. I ain't even fussed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I didn't mention that he was colicky, but uh, hey, you see, if you offer to <laughs> to take him on uh, before even knowing that, more power to you. I'll be like, hey, can you hold him even for longer? You know, I'd love to just relax and get some sleep. That'd be great. Oh yeah, no, that, that's <laughs> awesome. And congratulations there on on the son. That they're so much fun. They are. They are. He's at a phase where he's just like, man, all you do is cry and poop and sleep, but man, it's just like this is your Whoa. legacy right here. So I mean. I'm at that stage. I'm in my my late thirties, and I'm back to that. (laughs) It comes around quick. If it's easy to just swaddle you and give you a bottle, then hey, I'm all for having. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun. I'm. I'm, It adds so much purpose to your life, and so you know, I'm. I'm, It'd be exciting to see how you know if Upland can last long long enough where he can start enjoying it himself too. (laughs) June, June, Junior. I like that. Ah, there you go. If he ever gets it, June, June, Junior. I like that a lot. So what we were discussing before you jumped on, your take on Upland, not having UpX on the exchange, and now you have Decentraland and Sandbox, their tokens have crashed and devalued. What's your overall take on that? Huh. Yeah, I... I'm an old school gamer, so it's nice. So I understand the the ability or the the benefits to having an in game currency that can't be manipulated, right, on the outside. So, uh, so there is some value to that. Obviously, it's if it were outside on exchanges, then you know um, it'll draw in attention more attention just from an investment purpose. But um, to keep it separate, I think is smart. Maybe I don't know. I think it's it, it's it does make it centralized, right? Because then now it's you know the upland company is or company has the ultimate power on how to but they keep it pegged to the dollar so at least it, you know it's not like it's moving a uh, moving number but for the most part it, it serves its purpose you know um hopefully they'll add some kind of additional uses for opex other than just buying block explorers and buying properties um but maybe when they start expanding that then maybe it's worth it to, to go on exchange but at the moment you know it because it's so volatile um it, it kind of it kind of has its has its perks and it's, it's it serves its purpose. Um, so, yeah. especially with what's going on right now, like you know, uh, I don't want people to be discouraged to play the game because it's not a good investment or because the value of the upex is so low, right? People can kind of just look at the price range and they're like, oh, it's under a penny, it must suck, right? Or you know, there's no point in me investing in the game, right? Because then I'll, I'll be earning what five cents a day. You know, people will just kind of look at the numbers and not and not even give the game a shot. So at least people can look at the game and be like, okay, there's no like way where a huge whale can just manipulate the price of UPEX. You can kind of go in, you know how much UPEX is going to be worth. You can buy properties, you can participate in treasure hunting, you can buy block explorers, you can have some kind of, you participate in a fun uh, Discord community on um, lots of different nodes that are going up right now. So, uh, and then they don't have to worry about, oh crap, you know, my thousand dollar investment or whatever they put into it has gone to to nothing because... You know, it's just a volatile and bad down market. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, you got any other questions for June? June, thank me later. Uh, you mentioned nodes a couple times. What's your What's your top node? What node are you the most bullish on? Uh, outside of Merced Manor, um, 
I don't know. That would be. Uh, I would love to be able to put something up in um, in L.A., but uh, that's because I I did live in L.A. for a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't have any particular. I wish I was active more so in other uh, nodes and communities. Do you guys have any suggestions? Is there anyone that's kind of open to? Well, now that you mention it, it's not really necessarily a node per se, but if you haven't seen the Encino Eye, you got to go check it out. Ooh, the Encino Eye. That just sounds cool. I'm the, yeah. The Encino Eye. Okay. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. Can I, if, can I do, can I share PowerPoint? Yep. You can share. All right. Let me see here if I can. And while you're doing that, yes, BitSource, I am Filipino. Um, let's see. Dizzy, definitely. We are bottle feeding him, so he is, uh, you know, so I get to be actively participating in the in the feeding process. So um, definitely non dairy. And June June's actually short. June is my nickname, um, and it's short for junior because I'm a junior. So, so it'd be funny to have him June June Junior. So it'd be Junior Junior Junior. <laughs> June, junior, junior. <laughs> yeah. So this is. Ah, here we go. The Encino Eye. Uh, so uh, Upland Property Experts uh, working with NFT Meta Design, so NFT Me, and uh, built by UCC. Uh, so this is this is the the project, and it is cool. So we've built this eye um, in Encino, and uh, that's so cool. It's actively being built right now. Uh, yeah, we're in uh, phase three, the build. And so, yeah, we got a lot of excitement. There's people buying up around the properties around it. Encino's not sold out. Eh, I think it's like a 10,000 uh, UPEX floor there. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm very excited about it. I think, like, this is the start of, you know, this is the evolution. I, I think that, you know, we needed something to kind of take it uh, to another level, you know, we builds and stuff like that. So, we're going to be starting to do some like almost like Easter eggs. So like as yeah. people are just like flying around and they're like, wait, what the heck is that? Like I want it to be no pun intended eye catching. Um, and so a lot of, a lot of great uh, participants in that. So yeah, just something to keep an eye out. If you're looking for extending your portfolio and uh, Sino uh, LA might uh, be a place to do that. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm all for it. And that was one of the things that kind of kept me actively involved with Upland was that the communities and um, the groups that people were starting up were just so fun. Like they were just, they would come up with so they're so creative dog patch and other places were just like, wow, this this was like a cool place to, to, or just a community to participate in. And, and, and that's when one of the, the powers of Upland was that it's, you know, um, you can build those and develop those communities. And so I'm glad that, uh, you know, Encino seems like it's a, uh, up and coming, and I'll definitely purchase some properties around there. That's uh, yeah. so thanks for the recommendation. Looks like fun. And yeah. uh, TM has a, a node in Toluca Lake. That's a nice little area there in LA too. <laughs> yeah, not, we are not shilling his garbage. Get out of here. <laughs> I know. I, I, <laughs> I do own four properties. To Toluca Lake is actually a lovely area. So I do have four properties there. So. Oh, there it is. And I got a bunch of, in Silver Lake, too. I got a bunch in Silver Lake, too. I actually lived in Silver Lake, so. Uh, oh, yeah? I should be, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I it's 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 fun to just know about these different communities that are. Do you guys think that they'll eventually build out Upland Cafe or those different little opportunities where you can kind of interact with people um, within Upland and not just using a third party like Discord? Do you think they'll actually fulfill that promise? I honestly thought there was gonna there was a there was a time where I really thought they were gonna integrate Discord into the game. Yeah, uh, I think I think like that is the play. Really, is leveraging the Discord APIs and Discord chat features into the game somehow. Uh, I think like that's pretty smart. But I mean, they've talked about cafes. It's just it's so gonna be limited because like if you have to send your explorer there, like it's cool in concept. But it's not going to achieve the outcome of, like, the chat functionality that people want. But the problem is that chat is inherently trolls. Like, as soon as you open – I don't want global chat. I'll turn it off. I don't want people pinging me in-game because it's going to be 90% trolls, 90% spam. Like, nope, find me on Facebook, find me on Discord – like, I don't need, I'm already getting spam offers all day long on properties anyway. Like, why do I need spam chat? Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, again, you could do a friend feature where you can only message friends. And then you have the option of, like, accepting. Like, you have to, like, go through, accept it, and then I can go, who are you? Um, that could work. But, again, I just don't see. There's not really, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't think Upland's hurting for it. Like they have, no. they have their their Facebook groups. They have all of this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it makes sense to kind of outsource it out to to you know dedicated companies or dedicated apps that can you know handle all that stuff. Yeah. So, all right, you have any questions for us there, Junjun? I know we've asked a lot. Yeah. Um, let's see. So when are we going to have Spud Wars 2? Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, uh, yeah. We, we've talked about that a couple of times. That that would yeah. be so fun. And uh, let's just use trailers this time and sell tires. Stop being so sensitive. <laughs> I know. I agree. I agree. That was the, actually the... I wish I, you know... I had my role in Spud Wars, but I wish I had, you know, at some point I was like, okay, maybe someday I could be the villain and I can, you know, trying to start shilling things and doing all that stuff. That's, that's, uh, that seemed like a fun aspect that I missed out on because, you know, I was the, let's go Merced Manor. White knight. White knight. Yeah. And that was fun too. You know, it was being, being able to interact with those, those players and still being able to interact with them now because of that event was, was, you know, definitely worth it all. Oh yeah. I'm thinking, you know what, because so Spud Wars for, for properties, I think that they could do like a decor war. So like Spud Wars, but then like maybe just decoration. So you're like building lawn gnomes and stuff. <laughs> like, Yeah, that'd be fun. Or even just like a, just even different colors, right? So let's say you're whoever could have like a color decoration. So it's not like it has some, you know, you have to wait for a fun design. It's just kind of like, hey, if I want to, like say it's, you know, Alamo Square and Mercy Manor, you kind of you each have a designated color and you kind of just try to either have try to color your neighborhood as much as possible or kind of blend a color in another neighborhood so it's not as pure. So say Oh, I so, like, I like that. So it's, e- so it's easier, right? You don't have to worry about, oh well let me go design trailers or you know, or actual cell towers. It's just like, hey, you know, color wars. Yeah. That's, and dude, that's genius. So each of the major neighborhoods, they go in and they get like their designated color. And then it's like if you paint you, you know, every building in your neighborhood that you paint the color, 
of your neighborhood, it gets points. And then if it's a rival, um, you know, it loses points. Oh, that could, there you go. Like it. Upland, Upland team, color wars. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Yes. You don't have to worry about Spud. You don't have to worry about all these different, you know, people getting offended. That's a, you know, uh, you know, you know, having a trailer is you know offensive to, yeah. to people. I, so, I might call it paint wars because you could. Some people paint. might be upset with color wars. Oh right, that, that's true. That's true. Paint I mean, wars I, sounds like fun. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Paint wars. We'll call it paint wars. And then again, so you like earn paint. You have to like go collect paint cans to paint, right? So you're doing like treasure hunts and stuff like that to earn paint to then go paint houses or whatever. Like you know, however you know. Kind of like sends. Ooh, it could even be like sends. You have little paint cans ah, around. And you got to yeah. go like collect paint cans. Oh, there man. There you go. Dude, you're on to something. There's, there's something there. Come on, yeah. Upland team. Come on. There's just different colors. You don't have to worry about, you know, designing no different Come on. avatars or whatever. It's just different colors. We That's all. Roy, Roy G. Biv right there. Exactly. Roy G. Biv. There you go. There you we got go. <laughs> primary color set and, uh, you know, we can go crazy by, you know, having some blend co- blended colors, but, you know, that's an easy start and easy opportunity to kind of have people compete against each other again. Because that was a, you know, I felt like you you see a bunch of people who are active, that they, they start rallying around the neighborhood, rallying around their team, and, you know, and uh, it was just a lot of fun. It gave additional purpose to, to participating and yeah. having these neighborhoods. So yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. We should totally pitch it. Oh, no. I think we making... just did. They watch this every Monday, so that's that's people's <laughs> jobs at Upland to watch all the content created every Monday. So we pitched it already. <laughs> all right. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like be putting it hard in Vegas. Believe, believe. I'm gonna be like, guys, paint wars. I'm gonna go sit down with the dev team. Like, I'm gonna write your user stories. Here's your acceptance criteria. Like, make this happen. Uh, you know, I want this within four sprints. Let's go. Do it. <laughs> Done. I like it. Done. Uh, June, June, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate you having on and, you know, congratulations on the sun. Thank you for sharing some of your tips. So, you know, that, that will help some players get better and it's just time and practice too, you know? So yeah, great advice, man. Great. It is. And you guys are doing an awesome job. You know, I'm, I'm, it's just, like I said, I, we've been here from the start. It was, you know, I remember when you guys had your first episode, so I'm glad to see that it's, it's gone be, you know, be beyond uh, Genesis week. And now we're having another Genesis week coming up. So to yeah. see that you guys are still going strong, that's awesome. You know, you need dedicated members like, like, like you guys to, to keep this going. So, yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for for all that you guys do as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks, June. Thanks, June. June. Have a good night, and hopefully you get some sleep tonight. Yeah, you guys took up my free time. I mean, I usually cover the overnight <laughs> shifts, so uh, I'm usually hitting the uh, going to sleep now. But uh, you know, it was definitely well, well worth it. So oh. it was a pleasure, and I I'll continue to to, to listen and uh, and uh, keep track of what you guys have been doing. And uh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to to paint wars whenever they uh, decide to have that. Yes, and then hopefully. Indeed. Hopefully we get a meetup one day. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome to, uh, you know, Las Vegas. It would have been awesome to be a part of, but I'm looking forward to, you know, the next one or whenever they have a chance, and it'd be fun for all of us to get together and, uh, you know, just talk it up and just just revel in how much we enjoyed Upland even from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, thank you so much, sir. Have a great night, and we'll let you get a little bit of shut eye. <laughs> It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, sir. All right. Um, Biggest, uh, do we want to do the big announcement now, or do we want to do, will you accept that deal? 
Uh, I mean, we could do the announcement now. All right. So, I mean, it's out there, so it's not like it's a huge announcement. I mean, it's a huge announcement. Like, right. Let let's be, let's be real. It's it's a huge announcement. Yes. But it's not like necessarily hugely exclusive because it's already been generally announced. But it's a huge announcement in general. Yes, absolutely. So they are having an award ceremony at Genesis Week, and um, they're going to have named the Upland Player of the Year and the designer of the year, and most importantly for us, the broadcaster of the year. So we've been nominated uh, for the broadcaster of the year, which is creating entertaining and informative Upland content to spread knowledge about the game and bring smiles to the Upland community. And uh, we have some strong competition there with uh, Loyal Doyle and the Uplando show. So that's... Yes, uh, yeah, so congratulations to Loyal Doyle and Uplando for being nominated for um, Broadcaster of the Year. And, you know, and so we'll see. I mean, that- it's okay. I'm sure that they'll have a chance to win in the future. <laughs> it, it's okay. Like, you know. But, yes. Oh, here, real quick, because here's these block Oh, yeah. Look at that so, early bird. Oh, I'm so excited to get an early bird one. So there's going to be 50 of them. What's the value on it? It's a Genesis 2022 early bird block explorer. There's only 50. What what are you putting value-wise on that since you got the market on lock on prices? Um, probably between 200 and 250,000. Okay. I think I think like that's probably reasonable. 50 mint it's low, but not like sub twenty five. Um, oh, rejinx! There you go. Some love for some love for June June. Um, and then uh, the the GA blog explorer is going to be hard. Um, just depends on how many. Too stupid to think. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be hard to say until until we have an amount. I think the next one of the next roundtables we're going to host. I want to do uh, you know a block explorer evaluation. We'll bring up um, different block explorers and then get uh, people. And again, our, our roundtables usually consist of uh, veterans to new players and just get their insights on like what do you think the upex value of this block explorer is and why um, I'd be curious to get uh, some real life examples there. Uh, but yeah, I think at 50 uh, with the Genesis block explorer, um, I think the, and honestly like a normal 50 would be probably a hundred to 150,000. But since it's the Genesis um, week kind of collection, those tend to be held more. So even though there's 50, there's going to be very few for sale. That's going to be the thing. So it's going to be supply and demand. Um, there's going to be a lot of people who want it because a, it looks freaking awesome. Um, and B it's, it's, you know, it's from a live event. So there's a certain amount of kind of added coolness into the, you have to be there to acquire it. And I just don't think that there'll be a lot of people that will give up theirs. Like, so for me, like I'll never, I'll never sell my early bird block explorer. Like that just will never happen. It it will be a permanent part of my collection. I'll try to, I'll give you a miles B chain for it. (laughs) Um, no, but I have been seeing, so the miles, if you got miles B chain or the, the boom box, um, those, those have been going back and forth. 
I think, um, you know, trading them interchangeably, which is kind of cool. We were seeing a lot of people who prefer one versus another. Um, and then uh, I think just to give a give a block explorer, because that is one of the hot ones out right now, uh, they, they're trading for about, um, it says the guy who says, I'll never sell my curator collection. All right, you got me there. Fine. If somebody wants to offer me 25000 for my limited edition block explorer sold. Um, <laughs> so um, the on the boombox and the miles one, they, they seem to be trading right around the eighty to one hundred thousand upex. Um, I try to buy them at seventy five, seventy five thousand, um, and I trade if I get a boombox, I try to trade it for a, a blockchain for a miles B chain, um, but. I haven't been doing a lot of block explore trading because I've been focused on the Encino Eye, so all my kind of resources and attention have been been there. So, yeah, nice, yeah, but yeah, this is super cool. So, also players of the year: uh, Masita, Mossy Jake, Radish Head, uh, very cool, and then designer of the of the year, which I, I, like I really, that. which is cool. Land for land, um, land for land, crushed. The holiday the, ornaments. The, the holiday ornaments. I think he got every category. Um, C Mavs, Master Builder, and Retry eighty eight has always I feel like he's always in there. Um, every time I see him on stuff. I think he might even be in the uh, the new um, light up thing, which is super cool. So yeah. Yeah. So All right. very excited, very honored. Thank you uh, to the Upland team for for you know nominating and I guess, you know, putting us in for uh nomination on this. It's very cool uh, and honor to be a part of that. Absolutely. Super honored for that. And it's, it's, it'll be, uh, yeah. Awesome. It's okay. You won't be there to accept. I'll accept on both of our behalf. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll be sure to mention you in the acceptance speech. Uh, <laughs> God. I, 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 if I could only move a wedding. Jeez. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll just get you. You know what? You can just like pre-record onto a, a little like a camcorder and then I'll just play it into the mic for you. I, I mean, the awards party is at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So that's like 10 o'clock my time. So you, I can just hang out, you know, on your tablet. You can just hold me next to you. Oh, that's true. Oh, I could get one of those little robots. And just put like the iPad. Like, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make something. Up. You're in Vegas. Let's get up, land, and rent me a robot, and uh, you can just put me on your <laughs> iPad and uh, wheel me around. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna get. Uh, we'll just get. Uh, you know, a. Uh, I'm sure there's entertainment for hire, and then I'll just get get a mask. I'll get a too stupid to win mask and make <laughs> make make her wear that mask and then just follow me around and be like, oh, have you met too stupid to win? <laughs> like, no, and you know what? It's not even gonna be your face, it's gonna be your block explorer. So there's just gonna right. be you know, you know, this this well dressed lady with just a, a flaming vomiting poo face mask um just following me around Vegas and be like, oh this is too stupid to win <laughs> Oh, that would man. be classic. classic. That would be amazing. All right. So uh, we do. Else? Oh, we got we got deal or no deal. Yeah. So what you got there is seven small townhouses 
in San Francisco on 47th Avenue. Okay. So it's all seven of those for an ultra-rare Fordham Road collection in the Bronx. Now, for this ultra-rare, this is one of the ultra-rare collections that you need four properties to complete the ultra-rare collection. Okay. Um, and, and that's the deal. You have seven Outer Sunset properties that already has their houses built on it, and you have an ultra-rare in the Bronx. Small. So those are small townhouses. Okay, and they're in, they're in San Fran. Yep, Outer Sunset. So we're talking, let's say, conservatively thirty five thousand on the the property, another thirty five thousand on the house. We're calling seventy thousand um, relative value times seven. Looking at four hundred and you know, back of the envelope, I'm getting about a four hundred and ninety thousand upex value for that set. What is the uh, what's the floor on the uh, the the forehead? <laughs> what's it Forham? Ford. The forehead collection. <laughs> Fordham. What's the floor on Fordham? The floor on uh, Fordham is for Upex uh, half five hundred and twelve thousand four hundred Upex. Or you can get uh, and what's uh, for the five twelve for the five twelve property? How much uh, up square is that? Thirty nine. This is a tiny one. Oof. Yeah. So and this I'm is, assuming that. Yeah. So this 148, um, the lowest one comparable to a 148 is your your. There's a one. Oh, that's for U.S. dollars. Sorry. You got a 167 for 912,000 upex. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a tough one. Um, but you have 177 up square for uh, 691 dollars, or basically 692 US dollars. Yeah, but I mean the thing is here as well, like that's what a 33,000, like a 35,000 upex base value property, like right. Jeez, what do you live on the tracks now? Can you move your trailer a little bit further away? Hey, don't knock my trailer. Jeez, old Pete. Um, by my calculations, that Fordham Road minted at like less than thirty-five thousand. Is that correct? Uh, thirty-one thousand eight twenty. Oh, like, see, this is the problem with people in their ultra rares, like. They want to be green. That's a twenty x. If you get anywhere close to six hundred thousand up export, you're sitting at twenty x. <sighs> nope, nope. Like I that kind of that just that kind of greed annoys me because even this trade then would conservatively valuing that set, and again, that's like floor price on both the properties and. It's a little bit generous on the townhouses, honestly, because I think townhouse property values are at like thirty thousand right now. Um, but uh, you know, so we're saying five hundred thousand, um, and then into a thirty-one thousand base property. That's a sixteen x return. Like, I think it's a fair deal. Uh, I think honestly. 
it's like a better deal for who, like the Fordham person I think is getting a better deal. I think the seven properties with the seven houses is a better deal. I'd rather have that than the Fordham. And I'm assuming that the, the hotel isn't actually built. The apartment isn't built. Like they would just no, not build. It's still in, it's still in progress. They, yeah. So the assumption would be like that would not be part of it. So right. there is some probably loss. It looks like about you know seven to ten percent uh, based on that bar. Uh, so there's a little bit of lost value there. But again, well, the the apartment hand, wasn't on there for, during the trade. That that was that wasn't there when the trade started. Gotcha. So wait, so did it go through? What happened? So the individual. You'd rather have the Fordham. Get out of here. The individual took the uh, seven completed buildings for the Fordham. The individual. So they accepted. All right. So wait. So they accepted. So wait. Was it their Fordham or their seven properties? They had the Fordham and they got the seven properties. I think they got it. I think they got a great deal. Yeah, so do I. Dizzy says no. Dizzy, you're insane. I, four, you have to get four of these stupid things. That's a 31,000 UPEX base property. Give me a break. You just got 16x return. Even at the ultra rare value, like that's insane. No, that that's a great deal. You did good. That That is a great deal. And um, you're going to be able to sell these seven. You know, you can sell all seven if you choose, or you can sell four of them and keep three, and you're, you're still going to get more than what it would take for somebody to actually come along and buy your Fordham at, at a decent price. Do you do not have 5,000 San Francisco property, Disney? Yeah. I believe he does. Remember, he bought Envenom out, and he bought out King Curd, and he bought out um, that other guy, and he bought out that one lady, and then he bought out that uh, that turtle, and then he bought Jeez. out. Get out of here, Dizzy. 5,000, you monster. Well, that says easier to liquidate for him. I think you're crazy. Who the heck's putting... If you put okay, if you put these seven properties up for seventy thousand each, and you put up that property for four hundred ninety thousand, I feel like you'd sell the seven before you'd sell the one. Yeah, he's got four thousand six hundred twenty-two per UPEX land. Up, oh, Dizzy says forty-six twenty-four. Yeah, so you don't have five thousand. Get out of here. <laughs> Jeez, old Pete. Ridiculous. Dang. Dizzy, you're out of control, mate. Yeah, no, I think it's a good deal. Honestly, like, I like that deal a lot. Like, I, I like the I like the out-of-the-box thinking of, of, like, hey, let me... And see, the interesting thing is, so, again, the person who got the Fordham property, like... They strategically, so they got a line uh, of properties in San Francisco. Again, you can buy them at floor. They invested in either their own Spark or Spark Rental, and they created value. And then they were able to trade that for an ultra rare. Now, 
like, again, like, I go, as the ultra-rare holder, I go, I got a good deal because, you know, I get 16x my value. And the person who got the forehand probably like, holy cow, I just got rid of, you know, I, I bought these properties at whatever price. I, I built a little bit, and I was able to upgrade them to an ultra-rare. So I like the I like this trade because I feel like both players probably felt like they were getting a good value, which they were. Um, and one player kind of worked to create that value, and another player probably stumbled upon that that ultra rare. Um, I don't know if it was like a giveaway or if it was just as part of a reveal. But um, dang, TM's up to you guys are nuts. <laughs> I need to be buying more San Francisco. What am I at? Cause I think what's my San Francisco count at? You don't know. No, I have no idea. Um, let's see here. Pulling you up. Zero. You have 22,503. Oh man. 22, 2,500. 2,500. Um, yeah, so if you're interested in joining the roundtable, reach out to either myself or, or Too Stupid to Win, um, however you know how to get a hold of us. And, yeah, we'll put your name in. Uh, try to get, uh, you know, eight to ten people um, of varying degrees of, you experience. know, length in the game, uh, number, you know, value into the game, experience, etc. Yeah. Um, and then also make sure you're sending us these trade offers so we can break them down for you and uh, let you know what we think about it. Now, the interesting fact is the person did not, they ended up trading. Here, here's the better part. They did not mint that um, Fordham Ultra Rare. Okay. They ended up trading a Justin Houston Memento Game Ball 1 of 1 for that Fordham property. Wow, interesting. I don't know what any of those words meant. So it, it was a defensive end for the Indianapolis uh, Colts. Are you trying to help me understand or just confuse me more? Okay, so the person started out with this. And he traded that for the Fordham property. And then he traded the Fordham property for the seven properties with houses. Very hard to see. but So... What you're telling me is this this trade genius traded a football for seven properties with houses in San Francisco. That's the Upland dream, in my opinion. <laughs> like, well done. Tip of the cap to you. You are a good trader. So he started out uh, with I, a legit. <laughs> he turned a legit into an ultra rare, and then he turned an ultra rare into seven built properties. Dang. That's impressive. Yeah. Well done. Yes. So, yes, please send us in your trade offers so we can break them down for you. If you have any questions, definitely let us know if you want to be a part of the next roundtable. Are we trying to do that at the end of the month or the beginning of next month? 
We'll talk about that. I mean, yeah, you're the one with the small clan of children that I have to work around. I don't, yeah. I mean, my dog, as long as I give him a Trito before before the podcast, he's, <laughs> he's out. He don't care. He's good. Nice. Um, yeah, so we do thank June June for coming on. Uh, really appreciate that. That was a long time coming, and hopefully that helps a lot of you on treasure hunting. And, uh, you know, we always bring on these OGs and uh, top players in the game. And Busta Worth, if you're still listening, DM me. We need to get you on the program. I know you listen. You, you've sent me some messages. So send me a message so we can get you on the program. Um, be great to have uh, Busta on the on the podcast. Also, make sure you're liking and subscribing to the channel. Leave us some comments of things that you want us to talk about. And uh, follow us on Twitter at The Epics Podcast. Until next week, everybody be safe, have fun, and hopefully I make it to Vegas sometime soon. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking, I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.